Welcome to Mom Fashions, an honest discussion about the beauty and burden of motherhood. I'm Emily. And I'm Beth. We hope that these next few minutes encourage, inspire, and remind you that we are all in this together. This is Mom Fashions, a Fort Worth Moms production. Episode 25, Making Summer Traditions. All right. I'm like, I feel so out of sorts. I know. So, yeah, it's been a really rough couple weeks. It has. What's going on? So summer traditions almost seem like... (laughs) Like a laugh. Yeah. Like, oh. We don't do that. Yeah, that would be a fantasy from a life that we don't live anymore. I know. I know. Okay. Okay, so summer traditions. (laughs) (laughs) We're in summer, but it doesn't feel very traditional. (laughs) No, it It doesn't. doesn't. I guess when I think of traditions, I always think back to when I was young and my family and my best friend's family. At the time, we only, there were four of us. And then they had um, my friend and she had twin brothers. And we would meet at the lake for a week every summer. And we would just live on the lake. We had a little pop-up camper Fun. and tents and a boat, a couple. I think they had a boat too. And we would just go tubing and skiing and just like just live in the wild for a while, you know, as wild as you get at a lake with a campground and like a bathroom, you know. Um, But they had, you know, playgrounds on the campground. And I can still remember like details of the different play equipment and Mm -hmm. which one was best. And, you know, um, it was just a sweet time. And something that I've never done with my girls is take them camping. I think we've talked about that before, yeah. right? Isn't your isn't your husband like oh, I don't yeah. know about that? But yeah, because I grew up, I grew up like that. I grew up on the lake, right. you know. And he has never gone camping. Still to this day, <laughs> has not. Last year, we invested in camping gear. Like we are set. We're ready to go. We've been ready for almost a year, and have yet to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, didn't you also say, okay, this is bringing back. Because I remember I knew that you you came from a camping family. But I also remember having the conversation where you were like, getting all that together as a mom was a lot different than what you remembered as oh, a kid yeah. where you just show up and <laughs> magically everything you need's there and magically somebody makes the food and all that stuff. Yes, yeah. yes. It was, um, it really was magical. Like Mm -hmm. that's the perfect word for it because we would just load up and go to the lake and everything would just be perfect. It would just be like this, you know, it's this home away from home. Everything that we need is there. Everything's taken care of. And then, yeah, my eye-opening moment was going (laughs) camping with my best friend as an adult right? and having to meal plan and like pack my own underwear. And it was not magical. It was not magical. It was work. That's so funny. (laughs) So, but that is a goal of ours. Um, You know, we've got our big tub of equipment and our goal at some point in hopefully the near future. You're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to go camping. And we have friends who are on board 
and ready to go with us. We're going to recreate it. We are. I can't wait to hear the podcast after that trip. (laughs) You have to schedule it soon so we can have a post-camping trip podcast. Yeah, I'm going to have to record like during. Like I'll just take my recorder and we can catch the... Yeah, our social media would skyrocket just to watch you (laughs) camping. Right, watch our... uh, What is that? What would that be called? Our rookie camping? your debut camping attempt. Mm Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, we've never we've never been camping with the girls. My husband grew up camping quite a bit, and many like his mom and dad they still and and it's your version of camping with like some sort of RV type, mm-hmm. you know. And and I know that there I intellectually know that there's a difference between a pop up an RV. I don't know, like a airstream, like I was like, but I don't know what any of those are. If you like did flashcards and wanted me to identify them, I couldn't get them correct. But anyway, so one of those (laughs) things you sleep in, you know, that kind of thing. We did not go camping, um, and we didn't have any like really yearly vacation spots that we went to except for like traveling to see my grandparents because we never I've never like really lived except for like a really short six month stint in the same area as my extended family Mm -hmm. so those a lot of times were our vacations I really can't get to rhythm um (laughs) but I do remember most of my like early childhood was in Kentucky and some they have something there that we don't really have here in our North Texas life and that is I don't know what you call them lightning bugs fireflies oh not sure what you call them do you have them at your house we do we do not I have never seen oh, a lightning this bug year. in Fort Worth in my life really mm-hmm. just this year though we've never had them before just this They're year. just inching down south. Yeah. You're a little, Maybe you're a little they, north than I am. <laughs> yeah, there we go. By like 20 miles, <laughs> if even that. Yeah, yeah. Next year you'll have them. Maybe next year yeah. they'll come on down. Yeah. But that was a big kind of like traditional thing that we did. That's that I remember. You would get like a mason jar and you go outside. And bless me, we were really cruel to these bugs. I mean, bless oh, yeah. their heart. <laughs> like who can ever forget the smell of one that you accidentally smash on your hands? You know, it's like <laughs> so bad. So that was like a fun thing in summer that, um, you know, that was just kind of like part of the tapestry of summer mm-hmm. for me in terms of like, you know, traditions. Yeah. I th- I think summer just, um, it brings to mind like being out in nature. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, it's just that's like summertime one is heat, like just a blanket of heat. And I don't love that. Here it is, yeah. Yeah, but I grew up in places like Colorado and New Mexico where it was hot, but it's a different kind of heat. It's Mm -hmm. kind of a dry heat. And so you can just be outside. You can just live outside um, and so that's kind of like my heartbeat is there, you know, mm-hmm. like I want to be outdoors. I want to be doing things. And I, you know, we, I think we've talked about this before that, um, connecting with our kids doesn't necessarily look like sitting down and playing with them on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not very good at that. I know when like the worst words I ever hear are like, let's pretend dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> 
Because it's really them just bossing us around it is. for an there hour. Is no, they do not like my pretend contributions. They, it always ends in an argument because yes. they don't like my ideas. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, that's been kind of my way to connect with my girls is um, that's kind of a mutual thing. Like I can introduce them to things. I can teach them. You know, I can take them out and we can enjoy being outside together. Mm-hmm. And um so I feel like as, you know, as they get older, I'm really looking forward to things like camping trips and taking them hiking. And One day. Someday. Someday it'll happen. Um, you know, and, and this summer we've gone to the lake a couple times already just to go and be on the shore. And those girls will fuss about swimming in a nice, clean swimming pool, but they will, like, they would like live in a dirty lake and I don't fully understand it, but maybe they have some of me in them after all. They look like their dad, but they've got something of me in there. Lakes kind of creep me out because of snakes. Oh, snakes and fish. I don't mind the fish for whatever Mm. reason, but Mm -hmm. I have a real deep seated issue with snakes and I just don't want to happen upon one while I'm in the water. Because you can't see. You can't see what's underneath you. I'm already, I'm going to need to lay down a minute. It does. It does. It makes my heart race, like just thinking about what could be under mm-hmm. there. Do you think you feel that way now because you have kids? No, I always felt that way. Oh, you always way. felt that way, it, yeah. it was actually an issue with our family being a camping lake family. Mm-hmm. My phobia, like literal phobia of fish in lakes was an issue all growing up, yeah. like a I think, issue. I think I can handle being out more like in the middle of the lake. Mm, no. That's where the bigger fish are, Emily. <laughs> then, the, well, see, I think the snakes are on the edge. Oh, that's true. That's true. I'm but like, the big snakes, they might be in the Oh, middle. no. Yeah, I can't go with this. <laughs> the Amazonian snakes <laughs> that somehow got carried over by like a giant bird and with dropped. The, with the fireflies. Yeah, into <laughs> a lake in, you know, Kentucky or Colorado Whatever. wherever. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, let's take a quick break from our chat. But let's listen to some traditions that our friends shared with us. My name is Emily, and our family tradition is to go swimming. I grew up swimming in my backyard, and now our family has continued that tradition with the community swimming pool. Uh, We've been members for the last three years. We have continued that tradition into this summer's pandemic. We feel like it's relatively safe to be spread out in a pool with chemicals. Hopefully that proves to be true. Uh, We think swimming is the best in the summer. Each summer we plan a beach trip to South Padre um, and this summer due to having a new baby in the pandemic we plan to go somewhere a little bit closer maybe Austin or San Antonio Um, but due to the rising cases of COVID I don't think that's going to be possible as we do not feel comfortable being at a resort around that many people. Summer has always been for us a time of doing baseball camps, um, still having baseball tournaments through June. And this is our first year that we are not doing either. Um, With everything that has gone down with the pandemic, um, we took a family road trip, which our kiddos are very accustomed to taking long road trips. We did a 10-day road trip to go see the Grand Canyon and visit some family in Arizona. Um, That is something that growing up we would always do. So I loved being able to share that new tradition with my kiddos. 
bummed about no baseball camps this year, um, but we are getting lots of swim time, so that is always fun too. Hey, it's Allison. We don't really have any summer traditions in our family. We kind of just show up and go. Um, But I'd say the one that we do have is attending our neighborhood 4th of July parade um, with some really close friends. And then they kind of hang out with us all day and we have lunch and we talk and we play games. And then we usually go to Colonial and watch the fireworks. And that's changing this year. Um, Our friends aren't going to come over and Colonial's not having their fireworks show. And we're just not real sure what we're going to do. So... That's how our summer tradition is being changed by COVID-19. You know, I think it's interesting, too, that when we kind of reminisce about things that we sort of were like summertime rituals for us, Mm -hmm. it's probably not maybe what our parents would have picked. You know, like, oh, I mean, the camping trip, yeah, I can see that, you know. But, you know, my mom probably wouldn't have identified me catching, like, fireflies. is a thing that, mm-hmm. like, stuck with me that's, like, nostalgic mm-hmm. and and is a tradition kind of for me that that was kind of something you would do, like a rite of passage for summer. You know, also eating those, um, I mean, we just called them popsicles. Mm-hmm. I think everybody has different names from those freezer pops, you know, that oh, you get. Oh, the ones get. that like slice your lips open. Yes, yep. those in the corner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get in this big roll and it was in like <laughs> this net bag at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Like that is also like part of my summer experience. Yes, which it should be every child's. However, my kids are spoiled and they get these popsicles from Costco now. <laughs> They're and like, we'll never go back. Free, dairy free, yeah. like vegan, fresh fruit. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you actually yeah. puree them that yeah. morning. They and burn then... calories while you eat them. Right? Yeah, they're it's, incredible. It's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of being like just ice and food coloring. Oh yeah, exactly. and some sugar. Yeah. actually, a lot of sugar. Yeah, more like corn syrup. It's just straight up corn syrup. Yeah, yeah. that is what it is. Yeah, With some dye, red yeah. dye forty. Don't go there. <laughs> Don't eat the red <laughs> Okay, so what about for what about for your kiddos now? Mm-hmm. So uh, one of the things that has kind of become a tradition, and you know, it's interesting. You talk about like your mom maybe not wanting certain things to be what you remember, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that kind of by default has become a tradition is um, cicada hunting. I knew mm-hmm. you were going to bring this up. It's mm-hmm. so weird. She's even written an article about this, y'all, cicada yes. hunting. And we will we will link to it in our show notes. But, yeah, you've, you've got to hear the story. Yes, and see the pictures. So you'll have to check out the article. Um, but, yeah, so one of my, you know, my way to connect with my girls is through nature. Right, right. And we do live in the South. And, you know, cicadas are everywhere. Um, but if you don't know about cicadas. They are um, insects that live under the ground. See, I'm going to give a science lesson today. I'm so excited. Everyone gather your children around. Gather up, gather up. Um, So they live under the ground anywhere from three to 17 years, right? That's a large range. That is insane. And there are different, like depending on the location, depending on the type. How do they survive underground? They, They eat the roots. They live on the roots of trees and they like so they're active they under the ground they're active so they're like um they're eating the sap 
from trees. How so do they, they breathe? That is a good question. Yeah. We'll have to look that up. We'll that's what up. I tell my kids. We'll have to look that up. Yeah, that's so interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I'll try not to interrupt so, with 50 questions. <laughs> Eight-year-old Emily's going to be like, well, well, what about this? Uh-huh, uh-huh. this? Breathing, that's a good That's a good one. Interesting. Good one. Mm-hmm. But lots of animals live under the ground and that's breathe. That's true. So yeah. there's got to be there, I'm sure it's, air pockets. I'm sure Surely. it's all taken care of. Yeah, it's on <laughs> Google somewhere. <laughs> it's all fine. <laughs> so, yeah, so they live under the ground, and then whatever their um, season is to emerge, they come up out of the ground. And so then you see all of these little holes. And around here, they're about nickel-sized holes in the ground. And so these things crawl up out of the dirt, and they look like something from the apocalypse. Yeah, it's like an it's like aliens. It's yes. like like you can see those alien movies. It's what they kind of yes. look like. Yes, and they're brown. They're in this brown shell, and they're just crawly and scratchy and funky. They crawl up out of the ground and they hang off of something. So they crawl up on the side of your house, plants, trees, anything. We've seen them on a car tire. Anything. They hang off of it, and then slowly they emerge from this shell. So this exoskeleton that they have on, mm-hmm. they emerge from it. Um, over the course of a few hours, and then they hang there and they dry. And when they come out, the ones around here are bright green. And so they're almost like jewel-toned. They come out and um, their their wings unfurl and they dry out, and then they fly off and they go eat more sap from the top of the trees and they make babies and they die, and then it all starts Mm -hmm. over again. And, you know, 3 to 17 years later, then they come out. So anyways, yeah. Such an odd range. It's so weird. And just, uh, I don't know, to me, super, super interesting. I took my oldest daughter out when she was about three, and I showed her the um, cicada shells. And she was, you know, creeped out by them. She was afraid of bugs at the time to kind of like an irritating fault. And so I was like, okay, this is a way that we can like. We can kind of get past this, right? Mm. She checks out the shells. She starts to get used to them. And then we start collecting them. So then every time we see them. Naturally. Naturally. Obviously. Obviously. That's the next step is to bring them into your home. Mm -hmm. Um, So these nasty brown alien-like exoskeletons from bugs. Yes. Exoskeletons. Exoskeletons. Got it. So she starts uh, just gathering them up. Anytime we see them, she gathers mm-hmm. them. She's carrying them around in little ring boxes, in purses. Right. I start finding them in like laundry piles. And the day the day that I decided something had to change was when I was pulling clothes out of a drawer and one like popped out with the clothes. And that was it. I couldn't couldn't handle it. So then she finds some actual cicadas, not their not their shells. She finds the bug itself. And that becomes her pet. It's dead already, but she carries it around like a pet. And I start finding pieces of this bug in her bed as it's like falling apart. Oh like this gosh. girl was obsessed. Oh, it's with your own these fault. Things. It's my fault. But she learned a lot. Yeah. That's so, true. yeah. So, anyways, it was kind of this. It was this creepy combination of. I love that she's learning. I love that she's into something. I love that we can do this together. Mm-hmm. But also, you like just yeah. real gross. Um. 
So my solution was we were going to take the shells and I spray painted them (laughs) different jewel tones. So then they were gold and they were purple and they were red. And when I saw them around the house, it wasn't quite so creepy. And so now that's kind of our thing every year is actually right now in Texas is cicada season is starting. And so all of my girls, you know, um, are excited about it. And they're like, it's happening. It's cicada season. And uh, so, but here's a pro tip. And I know that you want to know this. I do. We we actually saw a cicada over this last week. It was, it was unfortunately passed Mm -hmm. on. It was the actual bug. Mm -hmm. Um, But I immediately thought of you. Yes. Yeah. I I think a lot of people will Beth would love this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So one of the things that we discovered is that they come out, they emerge from the ground at dusk. Mm -hmm. And so if you go outside right after the sun is just going down, you can find them before they emerge from their shell. And so then we would bring them in and put them in a jar and the kids could watch them emerge from the shell. Oh, that is cool. That's a good pro tip. Yeah, it was. And it really is cool. I mean, thousands of mothers have bug-loving children. Yes. That's a fun tradition. I like it. Yeah. So it's something that we do every year and is just really neat. Um, I don't know. I think it's cool to watch you know, just mm-hmm. nature do its thing and yeah. let our kids learn from that, yeah. you know, and be hands-on and get over their fears if mm-hmm. they've got them. And, and me too, yeah. you know? <laughs> no, that's a good point, yeah. So. Yeah, we don't we don't capture animals, Beth, as our summer <laughs> and tradition. I, here, here's, hey, here's I my caveat. fireflies, okay? We can't, I'm like... I think bugs... I think bugs exist for two reasons, to feed other creatures mm-hmm. and for us to learn and... Inspect. That, there you go. Yeah, that's that's, that's my caveat. Yeah, yeah. I think it's time. I'm <laughs> totally giving you just a hard time. So for us, what do we do for summer traditions? Um, well, there is one that I've been forced into, and that is the ice cream truck yeah. that comes around our neighborhood every Wednesday between sometime between four and six p.m. And Yours only comes once a week. Yeah, only once a week. Ours is there every no, day. it every isn't. Day. Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? Yeah, that should we be got, illegal. I know. We got away with telling our children that it was a music truck, not an ice cream truck, <laughs> for many years until they could learn until to they read. figured it out. Yes, <laughs> it's reading yes. misses everything. So, do you guys do it every week? Then we do every Wednesday. Kind of the tradition for summer is that. Because it it honestly really comes like right during dinner, usually dinner mm-hmm. our dinner time, so they can have it and not have dinner. Oh, mm-hmm. I so like they that can have, tradition. Yeah, which has been I've used it, of course, to my own advantage. And so on Wednesday nights, I often make things that I know they won't love, but that Brian and I like better. Mm-hmm. So we eat a lot of shrimp on Wednesdays <laughs> because neither girl really like loves shrimp. So. Yeah. That's definitely, and I definitely think that they will remember the ice cream truck. Like they will. We wait to hear that jingle, like starting at four o'clock. They go outside and check the porch. You know, like it's kind of a fun thing to do. Yeah. You know, we don't have any like really big traditions. A lot of ours are kind of small. I mean, mm-hmm. gardening is part of our summer tradition. Um, in kind yeah. of our way to, you know, get outdoors. Some because, like, I know you know this. 
and all the other Texas moms know this, but for people who don't live here, like Texas isn't our best time to be outside. Mm -mm. And that's one thing that I've loved from the pandemic and schools being shut down in March and April and May is that my kids got to be outside more than ever because Mm -hmm. that's the time of year that you can like really do it and not... You know, now my kids, like, we either have to go out really early in the morning Mm -hmm. or, you know, practically their bedtime when we go out, if you can, like, stand it. Like, they try to run out after lunch now, and they don't last Mm -hmm. 15 minutes because it's just so, like, it's just unbearable. Mm -hmm. So gardening is a way that we kind of get outside without having a lot of, like, activity, you know, like bike riding and stuff kind of just kind of overkill sometimes. So... We grow a variety of things in our backyard, and the girls participate in it and harvest it, you know, and also learn about bugs and spiders and which ones we want in there and which ones we don't and, you know, how you deter them and all that stuff. So I hope that they, you know, absorb some of that. But they seem, I mean, they seem to like it now. It's not something that we have to drag our kids to do. Mm -hmm. It's kind of just always been like it's part of our life. It's expected it's part of a day in the Yuri life that you water the garden and go check if there's something to pick. A lot of just the things I think that are important to us and that do become traditions because it's us spending this like unique, special time with our kids. Mm-hmm. And all of that is, in a lot of ways, pandemic proof. Like, even though this summer is untraditional, we're still gardening Mm -hmm. and your kids have already identified this, the cicadas are out. Like, you know, it's those, I think those are the things that like last, like we could be in the third world war and the ice cream truck would still come around. Like it'll never stop coming. The ice cream truck is pandemic proof. But (laughs) anyways, those are just kind of some thoughts that I had. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I hadn't thought through it to that extent, but you're right. It's just now occurred. (laughs) Brilliant. I mean, I think things that families typically do, go to the beach, go camping, take vacations to, mm-hmm. you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um, none of those things can happen right now in this summer. And so... Um, it's a good time to think about even like more things that we can do with our kiddos that could be traditions. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've even kind of heard like some feedback from other moms you know, reflecting over the crisis schooling season. And, of course, it goes without saying all that was really hard, but there were these unexpected benefits, Mm -hmm. you know, that came out of it, like taking daily walks with your kids, like stuff you didn't do before, you know. Stuff that's free and easy and good for all of you. And you're just together without some sort of distraction or entertainment Mm -hmm. or, you know, you can just kind of be together. So... I think it's a good it's a good summer to think about, you know, kind of starting those things or um, kind of seeing what your kids are interested in mm-hmm. and like pursuing that and then showing them what you're interested in. Yeah. Thank you for sitting down with me and chatting. And I'm glad that we got to hear from some of our friends. And we hope that our listeners will um, comment or send us your ideas. Yeah. We would love to know them and share them. Yes. Happy summer. As always, visit fwmoms.com to see the notes from this show, including links to products and content mentioned in this episode. And one more time, just in case you missed it, fwmoms.com. 
Fort Worth Moms.